0: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dan from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we have another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. I'm here with my co-host, Barbecue Forte. Hello. And we are brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet and Smoke with Shaq. Our awesome sponsors, ProQ is dedicated to providing with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pit masters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you think about buying your first smoker or looking to upgrade or even looking to pick up some epic accessories, check them out over at maxbarbecue.com. Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top-notch top Championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world. You can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. Regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. And hello on today's show. It's a bit
1: different today.
0: Slightly different. It's just me and Ben. So if you want to stop listening now, (laughs) then just hit the stop button. But don't
1: (laughs) don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, This is a show through popular request that we've. We obviously we've got a lot of listeners that are very deep in the barbecue world, but we've also got lots of new people that are getting into barbecue and they don't always understand all the terminology that all us pros dabble around with. Not referring to myself as a pro there, but
0: yeah, I think he was trying to, but.
1: I he's am. not uh, <laughs> so so we thought we'd go back to basics today and just talk through exactly like take back to the beginning start off with the like charcoal versus gas go through the, all the different types of barbecues different fuels that we might use um, Different. So ways this is to like United
0: Q's like startup guide to barbecue basically
1: exactly we could call it that uh, we think we've just come up with a name awesome so yeah, so we're gonna go through everything. I don't know if you guys know this, but it was me You come up with that really good name there. So yeah, I think we already it written down. You've just read it off there. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we Right, so let's let's kick off with the, f- the, the the like very beginning, I guess. Like charcoal versus gas. We've we've both got strong feelings about this, but I think it's only fair that we give go through the like pros and cons of both of those really. So, charcoal. Should we start there? gas
0: <laughs> right what do you want to go through i don't know Like, i just want to basically say that i guess most of the time like when we've sort of been growing up around barbecue you, you probably started around a charcoal a charcoal grill uh and then i guess like around the sort of early 2000s mm-hmm. it, gas became like really popular and like that big gas unit that everyone wanted like the like that uh be all and end all like big do you know what i mean the big barbecue yeah, with still like a lot plate. of them around isn't still yeah. loads of them around and, and they're really good bits of kit but they they became like the cool thing to yeah. have and the sort of charcoal almost died a death i suppose yeah. or in, it in was my the eyes, hassle did, thing you just wasn't didn't it? see it yeah everyone wanted life to be easy and you could just turn on the gas grill and, and there yeah. you
1: go so go okay, if we're going through gas and i guess that was one of the key things that made it good was convenience isn't it it's just you can go over there, light it up, and away you go. There's yeah, there's no, no waiting on the charcoal
0: sort of lighting, and then the grill coming up to temperature and stuff like that. It is just a case of turn a few knobs, not Jazzy. Ben, uh, <laughs> turn a few knobs up to a certain temperature, and then uh, just keep an eye on the thermometer. Yeah, and that's and it, the really.
1: The gas ones are pretty easy to clean as well. You don't have all the mess of charcoal afterwards that you have to clean yeah. out. So you can no ash, no, you just. Turn it on, get it fired up, shut the lid, and burn everything off. Which is a similar approach, I guess, in the charcoal one. But you've still got all that ash left at the end that you've got to do something with. Sprinkle it on your garden. Oh,
0: jazzy, jazzy. So gas what is
1: generally more expensive, though. To be honest, as well, like the the high end barbecues that you get in a gas way are usually more expensive, and buying gas bottles is probably. I don't know if I've nah, never done the calculation to work out what's more expensive. The initial outlay when you've got to buy the bottle and stuff is a bit pricey, but after that it does actually last ages. I had a gas bottle that lasted me probably two summers when I had. And one. most
0: places like once you've bought the gas bottle, all it is is then buying for the refill of gas. So mm. you just take the gas bottle back to your local sort of either gas providers, some supermarkets, yeah. petrol stations, and you mm-hmm. can just swap it for a full one and just pay the pay the price of the gas to fill it up again. So. Yeah. I do think that again, like if you're wanting good quality charcoal, which I always, always, always advise, we'll get onto that later. But you do end up; it does cost a bit of money. Mm. So, so I, yeah. I would actually probably say that the actual sort of running costs of a gas will probably be less, but yeah, your but initial the outlay. outlay tends to mm. be. If you want a really good gas unit, it tends to be a lot of money.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, smoky though. If you want if you're wanting to smoke food, you can do it in gas. Yeah, if you, you get can like a do it. Boxes and stuff, can't you? Yeah, you get the boxes. Uh,
0: also, if you want to avoid the boxes, you can just use a bit of tinfoil, wrap a bit of tinfoil up, mm-hmm. put some chips in there, yeah. and you can sit that just directly on top of the uh, the gas bits or even on top of the grill if you want to. Mm. And I even know people that have put chunks on like yeah. the, uh, onto just directly onto the gas, like the gas hob, gas, whatever they're called, gas outlet, yeah. uh, where the flame comes out. So you can just use smoky woods there as well. So so yeah, there, there, there's the potential to smoke, and obviously if there are, some gas barbecues only have one sort of one not one knob, one nozzle, one adjustment. But if you have more than one adjustment, you can actually do the, your two-zone cooking. You yeah. can actually set up indirect, direct, and stuff like that. So there's a potential to to do the whole whole nine yards with a gas grill as long as you've got more than one uh, <coughs> more than one knob that controls yes. an area of the barbecue. Mm. And uh, so yeah, you can do a whole host of things with the great bits of kit. But I think we are going to draw a line under. Gas barbecues, there <laughs> yeah. aren't we? What, are yeah. you going to buy one now? are You no. That's <laughs> why I'm going to draw a line under it there. Because yeah. I just don't really personally believe in them. I know, like people, for instance, Richard Holden, mm. big fan, mm-hmm. all big fan. They have their purposes. They serve the purpose, yeah. and and I sort of agree. Yeah, they do serve the purpose, and I have nothing against. That's probably a slight. Lie. I have d- I have nothing really really against people who are using gas barbecues.
1: The people or the barbecues? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that. I have nothing <coughs> against gas barbecues. I'm just going to no. say that. I'm going to end it there. Yeah,
1: there's nothing wrong with them. Nothing it's just wrong we with prefer what we talk about now, which is like the charcoal. And yes, it's a little bit more complicated maybe to like control your temperatures and stuff with charcoal. With a gas, you can turn it to your set place and you always know that it turned to that place will get it to the same temperature. Whereas... In the charcoal world, we've got a bit more technicality there, of yeah. controlling our airflow in and I how think we position sort of the coals and all of that sort of thing. So it makes
0: you one of the things about barbecue you need to do is get to know your smoker. So mm-hmm. I think obviously a, a getting a charcoal smoker makes you do that because you need to learn how to bring up the temperature, when you need to start closing what vents, how many vents, how much charcoal to use with that particular smoker, how many how much charcoal to light and just l- so many different variables but once you get to know your smoker you, you know your smoker and, and and now I know exactly how much of a chimney full I need for how much temperature how much charcoal I need for how much t- what sort of temperature I want to get for how long I cook mm-hmm. uh,
1: where I open my vents to and it's sort of like back in my hand I sort of know I guess flexibility on temperatures as well is probably more isn't it because you can go you can get really really hot if you put like a load of coal and open all your vents up it's potentially like Hotter than you could turn your gas up to full. There's not much more you can do there, is there? But if you actually really wanted to go for it with something like this, you can do that. And likewise, the other way around, if you want it to be a very very low temperature, you could put a f- very few amount of coal in, perhaps lower than you could go. So it's it's definitely got more flexibility, I think. Yeah, both on both ways there. Full
0: range of prices we've got <coughs> There's another positive here. So yeah, you can sort of pick up a a charcoal grill mm. for. 20 quid down the road yeah i mean probably wouldn't advise that but yeah. actually <laughs> for something that i i have a uh, coffin box grill which i use for my kebabs which is just like a rectangle grill uh and that costs like 20 quid mm. but it's absolutely spot on for what i use it for the the uh the skewers sit perfectly across yeah. it flipping around on it bob's your uncle he's mm-hmm. not but you know what he I mean? He could be, he could be, and uh, and you got perfect kebabs from a twenty quid grill. grill. So, mm. so yeah, I mean, like they each have their purpose and and function. But uh, I mean, you can pick yeah. up like a a kettle yeah. from B Q, like a and Q branded kettle mm. for I don't know fifty quid or something probably, yeah. and and they work well. They do their job. They mm-hmm. work alright. They do the. They I know. I mean, I think it was it was Danny Bristol Jump because Danny said he picked one up from.
1: Homebase or BQ and yeah, q that or was how he first got into it. All, and that's how he it. first got into it. He still yeah. uses it now, and he and yeah.
0: he swears by it. So it's, it's great. I still kit. have a
1: cheap one that I bought from Focus before they went down the pan. Oh yeah, sorry, there are there are other home hardware stores available, Wouldn't such it? as Focus. They're not only f- <laughs> that's a that's an incorrect statement. His ah, okay. Focus <laughs> went bust. <laughs>
0: right, okay, ignore Focus, but
1: there are other ones available, you know. Uh, Homebase, and there are other kettles available. Yeah, uh, right
0: up to uh, more more sort of high end ones, which would be your sort of Weber ones, a mm. bit more technical, a bit b- a few more features. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually, I think you can get get really good ones from from loads of different companies. Yeah, and and you actually started on a on a kettle. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. and Loads of people do, I think, because they're so flexible. You can you can do all of the stuff that you want to do on it. You can roast stuff on it. You can smoke on it. You can bake with it. You can do like everything just by. Learning the techniques, and I think that was the important bit for me yeah. at the beginning. Was learning t- to use like that one thing in with lots like of different a ways. what what do you have? What yeah, I had the Weber fifty-seven. Yeah, like fit with a fifty-seven, you yeah. can pretty
0: much do like anything on it. Mm-hmm. Literally, like there's probably nothing you can't do on it. I, I have to be honest. Mm. There's probably, I mean, you start getting difficult when you have masses of food and stuff like that. Yeah. It starts getting a little bit more difficult, and like if you.
1: I think we're getting on to types of barbecue, yeah. aren't we? So we may as well talk about that, really. Are we?
0: Okay. Or we're like do we
1: want to Do we want finish off charcoal? Or? What else have we got to say about that? Well, like y- sp- you've always got your smoky flavour, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, like flavour. You, you've not got to worry about getting I mean, Ma- Matt chip Matt in there. From decent coal is decent coal, and it's already smoky, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I so mean, Matt
0: Williams' box and charcoal company actually put that argument to rest with some scientific answers and actually... One hundred percent, you get smoky flavor from wood. Mm. S- uh, from sorry, smoky flavor <laughs> from that was pretty from obvious. Charcoal. You get smoky <laughs> flavor from charcoal, uh, yep. lump wood charcoal, mm-hmm. and you do. Yeah, I've always said it one hundred percent, and you do, and and or especially from good quality ones. Maybe if they burnt all of the, uh, if they took them right up to hundred, I don't know, hundred percent or something, it mm. wouldn't wouldn't quite. But but yeah, that sort of answers that question. So yeah, you get that flavor, mm-hmm. which you don't get from gas and. Is that it? Are we yeah, I'm yeah happy we're gonna move it. on there. Yeah. Okay, well let's move on to the types of barbecue then. Yeah. Let's get straight back to kettle where we were. Yeah. And as you said, like every, oh, I didn't, but most people I speak to started on a kettle, mm. includes you.
1: Yeah, and I, d- I think that they are awesome. And I think when I was, the only thing I wanted to change for was really to get that extra space. And when I was wanting to get really into smoking. I l- was looking and all it was coming back to was the bullet style smokers. So I kept looking around at those and debating what do I do next. And looking at the like Pro Q bullet smoker that kind of offered the base with the lid almost gives you your kettle style barbecue anyway. And then you've got that addition to add the bits on. So without, without buying like a full other Weber as well next to it, I thought that was a quite nice way to able to have a little bit of everything in one unit, and that was what really convinced me of that. And that's—it's got the water bath in it as well. Yeah, so I mean, they're actually—yeah, they I often do.
0: ProCube refer to it as, as a water smoker, mm. it? but the reason why we're calling it a bullet here is because we both believe you don't need to use water with it. No, you could use. I often do. Yeah, I, I often do. Yeah, and mm. I feel that water actually really like water <laughs> using water with mine mm. and then you you can and what i actually often find is i was doing the other week i was doing like the hot and fast shorties and with with water in it what i did is i know the amount of water that will evaporate out in an hour mm. and what that allowed me to do then is to then ramp the temperatures because like the the water sort of stabilizes it nicely so mm-hmm. then by the time I was ready to ramp it up, the water had evaporated out. Or if it hadn't, you could have just lifted the water pan out and emptied it anyway. Yeah, and then that allows you to bring it, bring the temperature up a bit more, and and, and like the water just helps you control the control the heat a bit mm. more, stabilizes the the unit a bit more. Can you but boil you your
1: water before you put it in or not?
0: I don't necessarily boil it, but hot water. I use mm. hot water, or else you don't need to. But no. then it just takes longer for your uh, your smoker to come up to yeah. temperature because the, the the heat source then needs to the water sort of acts as the a barrier, then you need to heat the water up first and it then you get the temperature. So it just takes longer. Yeah, that's kind of why I was saying
1: it really because I think what you just said there about the amount, you know, how much water to put in there because if you put too much water in, you're waiting for a long time for that to heat up to yeah. the right temperature and it's delaying your cooking time. So Definitely. I often just boil the kettle and pour that straight in so the yeah. water's already up to temperature and it's not going to impact on that at all Then. And the nice thing
0: is with them, wi- with the doors, you can you can just top that up as you go along yeah. if you want to do a no longer cook. A lot of people use uh, like ceramic plates, mm-hmm. or they use like the bottoms of like when you're in like a, a another home home sort of depot store or whatever. They have like the base plates for a lot of these big pots, big mm-hmm. uh, big garden pots, the terracotta yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. And you can actually just use the bottom of one of those. Yeah. Uh, you could use sand. Like fire sand yeah. or, or fire bricks, you fire know bricks, yeah, like pebbles. People use so there's uh, loads of different options for you to use there to sort of stabilize temperatures, loads of different things to experiment with. I've used a few different things, and I and I continue to use a few different things, depends on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think they're fantastic bits of kit at a great sort of entry price. Uh, yeah. and built to last. The, uh, have you mentioned WSM? No no well, there's the Weber Smoking Mountain as well which are, mm. are similar to the the Pro-Q yeah. units uh check them check them both out guys It's uh, always
1: that lifelong debate and everyone yeah. that starts out so is oh, what do I buy
0: yeah we're not going to get into that here but no nope. but yeah the options up to you guys great great bits of kit fantastic uh, versatile smokers uh they're built for smoking they're mm. not built to be kettles or anything else they are actually built for smoking and they're built to last so great bits of kit and and yeah let's move on now to offsets mm-hmm so, I guess sort of offset, offsets have their their place in the barbecue world, and I actually think that when I first started like looking into
1: smoking, that's probably what I saw a lot of. Was yeah, like they just look awesome, don't they? Yeah, if you're watching like the big pit masters in the US, yeah, and that's like what you see. Most generally. of like, the YouTube I mean.
0: videos and stuff, a lot of them have like yeah. the the big offsets, and if you've been to like a barbecue festival or or like you you go to, I mean, even in our local city, Plymouth, in the Christmas fair, there was a mm. big, big offset in there. Yeah. So like I mean you see them around and they sort of like maybe
1: I don't know dominate the image
0: of barbecue world maybe mm. slightly.
1: But uh I think it's a more classic look of barbecue, isn't it? Yeah.
0: And and they're great bits of kit, fantastic bits of kit. Some of the best barbecuers in the world and best barbecue joints in the world use them. Mm. My argument here is is that for a entry level barbecuer, they're mm-hmm. they're not not great bits of kit because one, to get a decent one you need to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And two, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fire management. Yeah. Uh, you need to constantly be managing a fire. Like, you can't walk away from the thing. You need to be there, really. It's mm. a very involved cook. Whereas I feel that with the Pro-Q, or, sorry, with the bullet smokers, or with the, the Kessels, you can almost set them up and walk away, go in town shopping for the for a few hours or whatever, go in for a surf, and come back with confidence that it's going to be there. Whereas you can't really tend to leave an offset, you need to manage the fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people now are maybe starting to use some charcoal and stuff in there and yeah. try and manage it a little bit better. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I and mean then that's my argument with an offset is again, like to buy the sort of ones you would be buying as an entry level barbecue, you'd be making a lot of mods on it, and and there's loads of forums and there's loads of great advice for that. But if you're going to be doing that, I just feel that there's no point. You may as well go in for something else. Personally, mm. that's my opinion. Uh, and I'm entitled to my opinion, and if you don't like it, well, I'm only joking. Uh,
1: <laughs> no one, no one likes any of your opinions yeah, anyway, no, mate. No one likes <laughs> my opinion.
0: I'm just saying it anyway.
1: <laughs> and then go UDS. UDS, next. yeah. We've had Danny On. Danny On? Ugly drum smokers. Yeah, and they're fantastic bits mm. of kit. Yeah. yeah. Similar, I think similar style really having to like the bullet smoker really, isn't it? yeah so very very
0: similar bits of kit they don't have the they don't have the uh, the water the water bath so they've got a heat deflector plate which is technically the same mm-hmm. same thing really except that you can't put any water in it but no. you can still set a ceramic pot or something on it if you wanted to uh, does the same job as a water pan more or less they so mm-hmm. use it as a heat deflector Uh yeah
1: yeah for more details on that one just go back to our episode that we did with danny Danny. because he talks through the real ins and outs of it and
0: again there's different heights and stuff you can put food out you can put your firebox at different heights Mm. it's it's a another great versatile bit kit Mm. built to last those drums i mean last forever (laughs) never (laughs) going to go anywhere and especially with danny's sort of like protective uh liqueur paint on the outside uh I'm sure yeah. they will be lasting for a very long Last time. a long time and looks awesome. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost a bit like you don't really want to use it because it looks <laughs> too good. <laughs> I'm jealous. I see them arriving, I'm like, wow, they look good. Some of the colours he's knocking out as well are absolutely phenomenal. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Then final one against. And yeah, and yeah uh, just something to note there actually mm. before we move on is, is that a lot of people say that they tend to cook a little bit hotter. So mm. yeah, I think they... They sort of maybe sit around the two seven five mark, comfortable. Mm. Whereas a lot of a lot of the smoking tends to be around like the two two five two fifty mark. Your sort of low and slow stuff, which which is fine. But I, had, I kind of heard a few people say it now that they tend to sit a little bit hotter around the two seven five mark. But but anyway, that's uh, just something to note there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, ceramics. Yeah.
1: So we've got the the two main rivals, really, haven't we? Have the big green egg and the Camaro Joe.
0: Yeah, and, and there's uh, a lot of others available, like you've got Monolith and uh, Kamado Kamado and stuff like that. But, mm. but yeah, anyway, back to it, Big
1: Green Egg and Kamado Joe. Yeah. R- Both r- amazing bits of kit. Yeah. My experience is mainly on the Kamado Joe. So I've had that one for what have I about 18 months now, I guess. I'm, And that's r- really, really awesome. It's and what have you got? Like you've got here. the big Joe, haven't you? No, the classic. Joe. The classic, yeah. Yeah. okay. So It's like the middle one. Yeah, they have the small one and the real beast, but I, I don't like know. that one. But I don't think I can fit it through my back yeah. gate. For <laughs> me, like
0: the is it Baby Joe? Yeah, I think so. Baby Joe, Little Joe, Baby Joe. Oh, well, I can't <laughs> remember. And then you've like, got the the like the tiny green eggs. <laughs> I can't remember their names because I'm not really a massive ceramic fan personally. Great kit, Skip. Anyway, uh, I don't really see the point in them unless you just want something to chuck in the car. Ceramic or like say you're cooking for yourself, you've got one chicken to cook or something, but if you're planning on cooking any more, those units aren't
1: very big. And yeah. I don't know, but often really. people do just cook one chicken if you're just cooking your roast dinner. <laughs> I don't know I <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I mean, I don't really know, but it's anyway. just to conserve, <laughs> conserving fuels is what the main thing is. So that, I always see the you don't want to be filling it up, yeah, no, you've got to have a smaller okay. one for that. I've thought about it. So, you've got like one. a group of friends around, though, yeah, and you like you know, know, how are you going to cook on it? What are you yeah. going to cook? Get the other one.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Answer me that. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to say. Is I'd have really, both. <coughs> you'd have to if enter if I had in. to
1: have one, I'd have the classic. But if see so if I had have to have two, one, I'd have a big Joe. It's too big. though It's not.
0: Or an XL. It's see, with me, it was like bigger is mm. better, though.
1: Yeah, no, I wa- I do <laughs> want it. I want the big one, but yeah, just trying to like it takes like four guys to lift it. Or one. Not or one
0: Dan from United Q No,
1: <clears throat> no chance. <laughs> Can yeah, even then, lift the lid. yeah, and you don't want to crack those babies so yeah definitely use more than one person uh, And just plan it out in advance because it's yeah it's not something you want to get home and suddenly be no. like. How it's am not like get getting a pro key where back. you carry
0: the box through the house put it yeah. down
1: outside put it all together it's mm. not like that guys it's a different experience to of a mission yeah but and get it in position where you want it uh, although mine's on wheels it's doesn't move. I just get it in and the position, and your garden's like three tiers high. Yeah. <laughs> so you have good luck wheeling that. Yeah. Up. <laughs> uh. But it's awesome. Like for like heat control and everything, for me, it's just so good. It lasts yeah. so long. Like it's very forgiving
0: because it's it's so it's very very well insulated yeah. and. What, what Ben was saying there basically once you get it to a temperature say like you get it up to 225 mm-hmm. you can actually scoop all of the charcoal out and it's yeah. going to sit at 225 for not that you would do that mm. but you can actually take the heat source out of it mm. and the unit will sit at 225 for hours still yeah. like
1: they're so so well insulated yeah when I go and try and put the cover on after using yeah. it all day I have to like leave it for hours to cool down no chance <laughs> So yeah, but, they are, but it's very busy. flexible as well like, mm-hmm. it can be used for grilling you can use it for smoking so mm-hmm. it's got very very versatile uses yeah and and
0: like they they ramp up very easily yeah Uh, and they get it really get it really hot very Mm. quickly you can go from like smoking something at i don't know like down at the 180 mark or even like 200 mark or whatever you could be smoking something that's sort of really low really really low and slow temperatures uh and then you can have it up at, like, 400, 500, 600, mm. like,
1: within minutes, like, literally. Yeah. I've cooked pizzas in, like, 90 seconds with it, like, ramped up over, yeah. like, 500 degrees. Yeah. And it's just awesome. And, again, they're built to last.
0: Yeah, They're, they're great bits of kit, fantastic yeah. bits of kit. You'll buy one and it will last you to your great-great-grandchilds. <laughs> uh, I've actually, no, uh, seriously, though, I've actually seen people genuinely, like, pulling out their their, like, none of the brands you hear about today because mm. they just weren't around then, but actually like these Kamado cookers, Japanese cookers have been yeah. around for like hundreds of years and like there's guys that are pulling them out that was like his great, great granddads and stuff like mm. still
1: around, still working, great bits of kit. So so yeah, built to last. Yeah, and you got all the spares for it as well so it's like easily replaceable for all the bits yeah. and stuff on there.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll, on that note, I mm. would like to pick up on, on a few things there. Mm. Kamado Joe, mm-hmm. Big Green Egg, Pro-Q, Weber. Yeah. And I'm sure Danny f- from BDS. Bristol drum smokers. I haven't had it confirmed. I just haven't had it confirmed and so I haven't heard it. Mm. Anything's gone wrong with them. But all of those companies mentioned, if anything goes wrong with your grill that you buy from them, your smoke you buy from them, their customer service is fantastic and, yeah. and you'll get something back from them very quickly. You'll hear something from them and you'll get replacement bits out very quickly. So yeah. I mean say you open your commando and there's a big crack in the in the lid, they'll get you a new lid. I mean they'll sort you out your yeah. the unit. Uh, same with Pro-Q. Anything arrives, any damage or anything's just slightly wrong, pick mm. up the phone guys. Their customer service is absolutely next to none. Weber again, people always talk about sort of Weber customer mm. service again, fantastic. They they look after their customers and as like I said, I, I haven't heard anything going wrong with the pistol dump smokers as of yet. So and I don't suspect there to be, but I'm sure Danny would be exactly the same if mm-hmm. there's anything wrong. So, so guys, you just feel safe buying any of those things yeah. with I those brands. Like
1: when you're starting out and you're looking to spend some money on something, it is just looking at those bigger names to know you're going to get something that lasts you. Because yeah. every barbecue I've bought of a quality that we've just mentioned, I still have and still use. Yeah, that first one I told you about that I you do hear horror stories. Focus is Mm. now my just fire starter. It just sits at the back. It's rusted out, and
0: you hear horror stories about like some ceramics that have come from like China and stuff. And not saying that some of them aren't fantastic. I'm not. Mm. I'm not here to slag anyone off or anything. We're here to Mm -hmm. spread the barbecue love. But you hear some horror stories. People paying. Okay, yeah, because the prices are so high, the ceramics people are paying like. Okay, yeah, this one's 500 quid, which is still half the price of any of the sort of entry levels that you're going to get for anything else. Uh, But when it comes, it's got a massive like fracture down Mm. the ceramics on the inside, like head to toe, and it's like a waste of time. You try contacting the company, and and they just don't answer, Mm. and that's it, like you've just lost. So it's like whatever you go for, it's worth investing in something of good quality with a good company, a well-known company, a company that their customer service is known to be excellent. And I know for a fact from personal experience, uh, pro is fantastic. I know from Ben Weber it's fantastic. I know from people that we know and we speak to that the yeah. Big Green Egg and Kamado uh, yeah. are great the as guys well. Guys at
1: Kamado Joe are awesome. They always sort you out with whatever you need.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah.
1: What's next on the I list? Guess just before we move on from that, it's worth also bringing up the fact that all of those guys that are the bigger names have also all got accessories and stuff that go with them. Which uh-huh. you might lack if you go down like another route, you might struggle to be like, "Ah, oh, oh, I'd love to get a rotisserie or something like that." And it's like well, it's not gonna fit. in. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like I would like a if That is another thing. Is listening
0: <laughs> <now>. <laughs> when we're talking about stuff like that. Okay, yeah. When we're saying like, "Oh yeah, get a kettle," blah 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 blah. Yeah, there's about a million different types of kettles. So yeah, of course, if you're buying a Weber 57 kettle, then the accessories from a Weber 57 kettle aren't gonna mm. work on a on a BQ fifty kettle, mm-hmm. like they're just not going to be compatible. They're just not going to work. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, you have to bear those things in mind. Yeah, that's another thing to do is is check out the sort of versatility, I would say, and how it's going to grow with you and what you can do with it. That's something that, like, my Pro Q Bullet Smoker, like I've never not been able to do anything on it. Mm. Never. Like there's not been one thing I've not been able to do. Whenever I've read anything or been flicking through, I don't know, social media, and thought, oh, I want to do that. I've always been able to do it, unless you run out of coal. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> which brings us nicely on to fuel. Fuel. So briquettes versus Lumpwood. wood. Mm. I'm not going to go down this. We all we all had me rant on about it a few times, haven't we?
1: Yeah, but we're not like dead against briquettes, really, are we? No, so actually, like there are yeah. decent briquettes, and yeah. I'm I'm using some decent ones at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I actually was a lit bit them like up oh. the other day, <laughs> and I was like, I actually had a really good cook with them. Yeah, but I think that's the point. I think that we've got to a point now where companies are investing properly in producing decent briquettes, and it's yeah. gone away of the days of. Well and it hasn't. There's still plenty of them out there. So news, there flash, news flash, news mm. flash There's
0: a new one on the scene, mm-hmm. the uh, coconut shell briquette. Mm. Which yeah. I've used a few times. Yep, sneakily, I,
1: <laughs> I'm using it.
0: Yeah, you use you weekend. At <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's actually on on for sale now at the moment. Yeah, that's a really great briquette. Mm-hmm. And there are great great but briquette, great, briquettes. easy for you to see. <laughs> uh, people people love <laughs> just to name a few. People love heat beads. Mm-hmm. People love
1: the Weber ones. The yeah. Weber. Premium ones. Yeah, Weber have just brought out a brand new briquette, I think, as well. Yeah. I haven't have. tried it yet. But I used no. to use I did use Weber briquettes before in my Yeah. In my 57. They have the Weber
0: Premium and the Weber mm. people love the Weber Premium. People love yeah. the heat beads. And they've just brought out a new one, the Weber, yeah. which neither of us have tried. No. And I've tried this coconut shell one. And there's also uh Big K have a briquette, which is like a hexagonal restaurant grade briquette, which I really like as well. Yeah, uh, really good burn on them. They come like really long tubes, like fifty centimeter tubes. But <laughs> what I tend to do is break them up into like I don't know, I'd say like five to ten, like ten mm. centimetre lengths. Mm-hmm. Break them all up. Just use your hand, just snap them off, move it along the tube. I'm doing like hand actions here in the studio. Yeah, it's really helping me, <laughs> it's but really no one helping <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Yeah, you just snap it off and move it along and then you end up with like really uh, mm. similar sized chunks and, and you can like just do all I found them all really the good steps. to like,
1: they burn for a really long time but I found them quite tricky to light to be honest. Yeah. But I think because of that, uh, I didn't break them up small enough. Yeah. I think you need to do that. Break them up, them lit. get them in. But then I quite like just nice chuck thing. a big one in when I've already got like the rest of the coals going, just to keep it going for longer because they, yeah, they burn, burn for, for forever. ages.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah.
1: So that's like briquettes, really. Obviously, we just we're just not into the cheap briquette, which says fast yeah. lighting. Never
0: ever, guys, don't do not buy uh, easy light or quick light mm. or any of that stuff, guys. They're pumped full of chemicals. You and smell it when you open the bag, yeah. don't you? It's just no good, guys. Definitely mm. do not do not go down that route. It's something I'm passionate about. Do not mm. go down that route. There's natural ones around, like your Weber Premium mm. and your Heat Beads. And what did I send you the other day? That was a, uh, a another there's one a I, I tried. One yeah, well. uh, there's the coconut ones from Pro Q. Mm-hmm. They have nothing in them. They are 100% mm. natural. natural. Uh, and and yeah, I have no
1: problem with them. Yeah, we don't don't use ever them. use them, and especially don't ever use them in a ceramic oven because the ceramic takes on it's like, like flavor so from yeah. your what you're cooking from. If you put something chemically into that, the chemical is going to absorb into the ceramic, and all your food is going to taste of it. I saw on like the U.S. you know the Pitmasters program, there's mm-hmm. one of the one of the contestants on there who's using it. One of the Pitmasters on there, they didn't. They didn't know that that uh, this um, big green egg they were using. They didn't know that anyone else had ever used it with like a firelighter fluid before. They just used it normally like they always do. But they got marked down in the judging because people could taste that it had firelighter fluid in it. But she'd never done it, and that was literally someone else had used it before. Oh, so could still be careful buying secondhand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's> right, <laughs> could be risky. Yeah, but yeah, in in my. Ceramic, I only ever use lump wood in that. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, that springs onto lumpwood then. Yeah. Uh,
1: and lump woods. Well just in shall we just a well. explain? Mm.
0: A briquette is compressed, like uh, processed and compressed mm-hmm. wood. Yeah. Uh, like we said, the natural ones are just compressed wood. The other ones that are available everywhere are compressed wood with all sorts of binders and chemicals, chemicals and all the rest of it so avoid those mm-hmm. look for the natural ones yeah and what lumpwood is is the unprocessed yeah uh natural wood that's turned into charcoal yeah i had a great episode for with matt williams from oxford charcoal company check that out and you'll learn more than you ever need to know about Chagol. It was absolutely fantastic. Awesome. I can't wait to speak to him soon yeah. and learn even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that brings us on to Lumpwood very nicely. I'm a Lumpwood... I don't know. Ambassador? <laughs> Connoisseur? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I do. I just love Lumpwood. Uh, I love Lump. You know, okay, yeah, I love Lump. I yeah, love Lumpwood. I love Lump. Right. <laughs> oh. he's now
1: looking at my Lump. That's oh, weird. This uh, is Jazzy. Anyway.
0: Uh, yeah. So... <laughs>
1: But yeah, you but again you still want to go quality of this because you can get cheap bags of lump wood. Yeah, I think
0: the word to look out for is restaurant grade, guys. Mm, definitely. Uh it's a word that again I'd never even come across before really got into the barbecue world, yeah. but so restaurant grade the
1: size is what you're getting when you buy restaurant grade really. Yeah. So yeah. Less ash in the bottom of your bag and bigger chunks which are hopefully going to burn hotter for longer.
0: Mhm. And Again, like if you want to take another step up, like single
1: species, responsibly mm-hmm. source, responsibly
0: sourced responsibly stuff. Sourced stuff. Uh, yeah, I said Oxford Char Company. I've already said it two or three times now, but yeah, if you go on there, you'll be able to buy specific, uh, like single single species wood, which mm. you know, like sort of temperatures that it burns at, how long it will burn for, and stuff like that. So it makes it really easy c- to
1: control. And Matt, there's just so dedicated to like making sure it's. Like sourced well, and he complies with so many rules. I need to make sure that you know that this is a yeah. really nice, surreal, real, sustainable product and sustainably. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. cool. Yep. Ready to move on with that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess once you've got, once you've got your fuel there, you need to light it somehow. So, we're going to get onto fire lighters. Yeah. There's, l- there's plenty of fire lighters out there as well, which are full of chemicals, which again are going to Pump un- unwanted fumes yeah. into your barbecue,
0: and there's always going to be people who pour on like lighter fluid or mm. b- bloody petrol or I don't know something on there's white spirit. People, like, pour it on, and yeah, I think people themselves. put like white spirit and stuff on there and stuff like that. And that, yeah. that awful like white stuff <laughs> that they squeeze out that of the jazzy is so jazzy, <laughs> and and yeah, mm. never ever ever. Do that, or never ever ever speeds
1: me <laughs> simple, yeah, but on the like natural firelighter front, I guess there's a few that I've used, and you can actually get, get them from like supermarkets yeah. and petrol stations flamers stuff like that. flamers rock, yeah, flamers are definitely my favorite ones they're they're like, like straw that's sort of bound together in like a wax, yeah, it just they last really good, they set a light really easily, and they just. I just love using them. I've run out at the moment, so I need to go and get some more. And what are the other like ones about we four use? boxes in the last <laughs> few weeks. <laughs>
0: what
1: are the other ones we use? I don't really know what the brands called now. I'm but I've got but them in like the petrol station. They're yeah, just like Loads of petrol stations
0: like, sell them, but they are 100%
1: natural. It says fire like natural fire lighters on the packet. And, like and they're about like a quid a blaze? pack.
0: That blaze? That rings a bell. Blaze, yeah. yeah they're like, like a, they're a like one pounder pack.
1: And they're
0: really good. Really good. Uh, Fire lighters Yeah And yeah So Once you've got your fire lighters You can start a fire With just the fire lighters But Again I would advise That you get a chimney starter Mm -hmm. Make Will make your life 100 Million times easier Mm. It's a sure fire start Every single time
1: Yeah Saves you a lot of time It's a lot quicker To get everything going And it's cleaner as well and you're not stacking up with your hands getting all your hands in all the coal making a mess you can just pour as much as you need into the into the chimney starter and i quite like the fact as well you can get like different size chimney starters as well so depending off what you're doing if you need like a really hot cook and you want a load of coal you can fill up like a bigger charcoal starter and fill it right up to the top and then get all that going but likewise you can get like a smaller one like a travel one or something like that if you only want a small amount of coal if you're doing like a minion method or something which we'll get onto in a minute you just need a little bit less coal to pour into the middle so there's good ways of measuring like you can kind of like you do with your oven when you're knowing like oh if i open the vents to here if i put the lid at this temperature with this much coal you you can get the same sort of standard with your fire starter of Mm -hmm. like knowing how much coal you're going to want to use and put
0: in there like half full gets me to this temperature, yeah. full one gets me to this temperature, mm-hmm. a handful gets me to this temperature, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I even I even use mine now to start my fire in my house. I have a coal fire yeah. in my house. I even use my chimney starter in the house.
1: It's a bit jazzy, but sometimes we even cook on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? In the house? <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, you but have the, the great... you've got the grate on top. Yeah. Or, or you have, have these sometimes? awesome...
0: Uh, chimney grillers that are out mm. now, and uh,
1: I just use my vegetable tray on top of mine, yeah, sometimes. vegetable
0: tray on top of it, or or whatever, really. Yeah, you could even just hold, I don't know, like a great thing, like on a, on a skewer or something you put mm. across it, or yeah, there's plenty of options there. But that that is a really, really hot c- it's like a, it's like yeah. a vortex, you see a vortex around, mm. and it sort of forms that vortex and pumps out some insane heat, mm. perfect for searing steaks and stuff like that. So, yeah. Even cook directly on it, but yeah. Cha- Revolutionised the lighting
1: world for me. Chimneys, I kind of forgot. About, I like, forgot how good they were. We, last summer, I went away to Wales camping, and I just took my little, um, little you take smoky, it for granted. Yeah, didn't I you? took my little smoky Joe with me, yeah, which I keep in the car. And I didn't take a chimney starter. as thought, well. ah, it's all right. I remember I used to just roll up a bit of newspaper into balls and then pile it up and just light it, and it'd be fine took me like an hour and a half maybe <laughs> to get this fire to the temperature where I could cook on it. And by that time, everyone had got bored and gone back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't not popular.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, still isn't now. So, <clears throat> uh,
1: so I got, I would never leave home without my chimney starter now. <laughs> <laughs> Even bringing it to work is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Or a blowtorch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's another thing actually before we move on there. There is a... Another product, Lighter, mm. Uh which is available. Yeah, which you can get. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's necessary for starting and no. for like a start barbecue, but, but it's definitely it's a luxury item uh, that gets you going a, a lot faster. Yeah. I don't even have one. That's how luxury it is, because <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I'm like one of like the best, but <laughs> 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 no, nah, no, I'm really rubbish, really. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it's true. I don't even have one. They are like sort of luxury good, but they are awesome, and I've seen them in use, and yeah. And yeah Uh, Maybe if you're like one of those really, really rich people
1: (laughs) (laughs) Starting off and wants to buy everything Yeah, just get a little flyer, why not? Yeah Uh, Uh, In the ceramic Because they're kind of like You can just poke it straight in there And (laughs) get going (laughs) Keep it clean, please This is not an explicit podcast Oh Jazzy
0: Okay yeah uh, you just I, just I was being innocent there but anyway thanks for tuning in guys we've recorded yet another awesome podcast to get you over hump day as always we are brought to you by pro q barbecue gourmet and smokewood shack our awesome sponsors pro is dedicated to providing quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice <laughs> for beginners to pit masters what's wrong <laughs> you're putting funny faces yeah. and uh You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under Prokey Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker or looking to upgrade, or even look to pick up some epic accessories, check them out over at maxbarbecue.com. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with the top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. And Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness and you provide the talent. So if you are looking for smoking wood chunks, dust, chips, planks or more, then head on over to SmokewoodShack.com and you can find them on Twitter at Shack thanks guys so that's goodbye from me and goodbye from me see you next time bye